Unnestled in Misery with Alex Cox and Kyle Werner. And we're back. Took a little break. Took a little break, but uh, it's Christmas. Merry Christmas, Alex. We're about one month into Christmas with one month to go. <laughs> Vikings have been winning some uh, some games they're supposed to win, I guess. I mean, uh, we missed the Seattle game, but uh, some boring wins over the last few weeks. Uh, how are you feeling about Christmas? How are you feeling about the Vikings, Alex? Um, I, around this time of year, I usually say I'm fed up with both, but the Vikings are giving me just enough hope to hang on a little while longer even though I know exactly what's going to happen. But uh, definitely fed up with Christmas, that's for sure. Uh, the, the two, three weeks that we haven't done an episode, I think the Broncos game was the last one. Got a huge win. Uh, never in doubt in, in, in Minnesota there. But, uh, you know, we've just been celebrating that Broncos victory, you know, for three solid weeks and also been celebrating Christmas. Yeah, no, absolutely. A lot of Christmas celebrations going on. It's hard not to be excited, you know. Uh you know, you get into your 20s without kids. It's just a very exciting holiday. <laughs> it's a great point, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> Christmas sucks. I, I don't want to say it's the worst holiday, but it's just – if it was like one week or like one and a half weeks of like Christmas stuff, I get it. Uh, but it's just rammed down your throat like even before Thanksgiving now. We've totally fucking skipped Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, people don't even give a shit about uh, Thanksgiving anymore. It's almost like we did something on Thanksgiving that people don't want to celebrate. Uh, and that's troublesome, you know, because without Thanksgiving, what do, what do we have as a country? No, you're absolutely right. And I think you hit the nail on the head there with Christmas is it's actually a really solid holiday. Uh, much like the Super Bowl is great, but the lead up to the Super Bowl is absolutely terrible. We have way too much pregame festivities uh, with both the Super Bowl and Christmas. So I think if we just dialed that back by, I don't know, like seven weeks, it would be a lot better. If I can get to through fucking Thanksgiving dinner without like thinking, hearing just like commercials, anything about Christmas, uh, that'd be a start. You know, we can go, we can go from there, but God damn it. Give me my Thanksgiving back. I'm, I'm just tired of Christmas coming in like fucking Halloween. Make Thanksgiving Thanksgiving again. I've been saying it. I've been saying it for a long time, Kyle. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Um, so let's move on to the Vikings. We are a Viking show, I guess, technically. Um, <laughs> Lions game, I don't know. That was not very interesting. Daniil Hunter played well. Yeah, the Vikings won uh, against an awful Lions team, third-string quarterback. Uh, and they looked pretty dominant first half. Almost shut them out first half. Uh, I think the Lions had like 50 yards, so pretty – Pretty promising against a team, you know, you should beat the shit out of. So, actually, you know, I'm, you know, to be, you know, six weeks ago, this game looked a lot more uh, scary than it actually was. Turns out you need quarterback, and uh, the Lions don't have one. So, uh, good win. Needed it after the debacle in Seattle. But, uh, you know, what can you say about it, really? It's boring as hell. I had red zone on the fourth quarter, so. Smart man. Um, just one quick note on the Seattle game since we haven't recorded since. Uh, shout out for Anthony Harris for giving us the best highlight of the season on that uh, batted <laughs> interception for a touchdown on Wilson. Really appreciated that. Life was going well at that moment. It crashed after that, but we're just here to talk about that one moment and move on. Yeah, uh, fucking love you, big game. Big game is the man, and uh, I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna be replaying that in my mind uh, for a long time. That just that one play though. He's, he's great, and I think he deserves to go to the Pro Bowl. So everyone go to NFL.com, 
Uh, don't vote for anyone else. Just vote for Anthony Harris and log out and then do it again the next day. Uh, we appreciate it. We'll be doing the same. Right, we absolutely will. Uh, I know Big Game deserves it. There's no one else I'd rather send to the Pro Bowl. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I'd like him to be our lone Pro Bowler, even though we have more deserving players than him. Um, I think it would uh, carry more gravitas if it was just him. That, I mean, Vikings fan, team up together and let's get this done. Let's get a win where it really counts in the Pro Bowl ballot, uh, ballot for Anthony Harris. <laughs> <laughs> control what you can control. And this is one thing we can control, and we just need to show up and make it happen. Exactly, exactly. All right, we got the Chargers this week. Uh, the game was originally slated for Sunday night, but apparently America doesn't want to see Phyllis Rivers versus Kirk Cousins, uh, so you guys get uh, Duck Hodges instead. Uh, I'm actually glad it's not prime time because – um, if you've watched the Vikings more than, I don't know, any games, you know that we lose every single game that starts after like 3 p.m. So thankful that it got moved. Um, how are you feeling about this game, Alex? Uh, Chargers are kind of a weird team. They, they win some games they probably shouldn't win, and but they lose a lot of games. They turn the ball over a ton. So what do you think about this, uh, this game on the road? Uh, I'm not feeling good about it, Kyle. I'm really not. Uh, the Chargers scare me. Yeah, no, I agree. And we're 1-1 one one in our last two games in soccer stadiums. People forget that, yeah. That's a good point. It's a good fact went right there. Cleveland, went over Cleveland, lost to Pittsburgh. So, I don't know. Something's got to give. Hopefully go 1-1-1 one, one one in our last three in soccer stadiums. Yeah, a tie here would be huge. I mean, you want to talk about just, you know, doing everything you can. You know, tying is the way to go to make sure we can actually beat Green Bay um, at the end of the season without any tie breaks. So... Uh, you know, this game scares me. Phillip Rivers, he, he can have a good game. It's not, it's not, it's, it's not never anymore. It still happens. So the guy can throw good. Our secondary appears to be gar, uh, dog shit. The defense is struggling at times. Uh, they have a couple of good backs, Melvin Gordon, you know, he's a, he's a monster. And then, um, Eckler, Austin Eckler yeah. best player in the league. Eckler is so versatile. He's the new Sproles. So, uh, I'm kind of scared of him as well. And, and it just scares me, you know, Green Bay kind of got destroyed by this team, not what, three weeks ago. So, uh, I don't love it. I don't love it at all. And we absolutely need this game. Cause if we lose this game, I mean, it, Kyle, it doesn't even matter if we win or lose this game. I'm just, uh, it, it doesn't matter. The Rams are going to pass us is all I'm trying to say. That makes for interesting podcasting, Alex. Yeah. Yeah, it really <laughs> does. <laughs> Um, I'm not quite as down on this game as you are. I mean, I could definitely see a world in which we lose, but Rivers has been turning the ball over a ton. Uh, they're top 10 in the league in turnovers. They have 22 uh, giveaways this season, which is quite a few. Uh, we have 12 ourselves, so um, we're turning the ball over a lot less than they are. I know our secondary has not been great, but uh, Rivers will just kind of um, throw the ball up as he's getting hit. So maybe our corners being out of position will actually be a bonus here. <laughs> Well, fuck, that'd be the best thing they've done all season. So let's hope you're right. I mean, it, it, I just have a feeling about this game, you know. It's it's that time in the year, you know. The Vikings have, have given, given us some hope, and now it's time to kind of slowly but surely uh, take it away from us by losing to the Chargers. Chargers are they're five and eight. They're two and four at home. Uh, they have little to no home field advantage due to lack of fans. Uh, so it doesn't. I mean, I don't know. We don't always play the the best heading west, uh, but I don't know if playing um, in a minor league soccer stadium should really be that <laughs> scary. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I, I really don't know, man. It, it, 
it's tough. It's tough. I, it, it shouldn't be this scary, but it's the Vikings, man. It's like these games you got to have, you feel, you know, they're going to win by 25 points, but the whole time I'm going to be worried about how is this going to go wrong? How are we going to lose this game? Blah, blah, blah. And it just scares me, man. I have that feeling about this game. I have that feeling about most games, to be fair. But I don't know, man. I'm just wondering right now, where is it going to go wrong? How are we going to lose our way out of the playoffs here? Uh, and it starts on Sunday, losing to the Chargers. So that's just... I don't think we lose. I think we find a way to win. I think our offense can, can gash their defense. I think Dalvin Cook has a big day. I hope so. I hope so. Because if we can win this game, that that gives us uh, that gives us some help. I know the Rams are playing Dallas though, so right now I'm just more I'm honestly very scared of the Rams, and I I wake up in the middle of the night with cold sweats um, because I'm just dreaming of Wade Phillips, and it's really scary. And I'm just I don't I don't want this to happen. I really don't want this to happen. Yeah, I really don't either. Um, the way that things in if playoffs started today, uh, we would play at Dallas, and that's like a dream scenario. I'd rather do that than win the divisional. Wait, how? Also, um, because they would win their end. They would get a divisional home game. Yeah, but they'd play the uh, they would play the five seed. Um, and we are the six seed. Maybe you're right. You're right. You're we'd right. Be playing the Packers. Amendment. Amendment. I still do want to play Dallas in the playoffs if that's at all possible. It doesn't feel like it's possible, Kyle. It's definitely possible somehow. Ah, uh, you're gonna need the Seahawks or 49ers to lose out, and the Vikings to win out. So, is it possible? I think we could win out. If we win out, we might win the division. Which we we would win the division. Right. Nah, who would have the tie break? Because it would be we would have the same record if we won out, and the Packers won out and just lost to us, right? Yeah, I guess they would win the divisional. Divisional record tiebreaker. Yeah, probably. that's a fucking bummer because we lost the three in a row at the beginning of the season. Yeah, that was tough. That was a tough luck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those games, uh, that Lions, uh, a couple of those games, wish you could have back. The Bears game specifically. Looks All right, so I have, I have good news and I have bad news. What do you want first here? It's the Minnesota Misery Podcast. We always do bad news first. Bad news first. All right. Uh, the Chargers are in last place in their division. Uh, they're 5-8, and eight, but they have a plus 38-point differential, which is by far the best for any team in last place. So that tells you they are a pretty decent team. Yeah, exactly my point. I think every game this season I've had money either on the Chargers or the team they were against, and every single game is like the last drive. Uh, so I, they could easily be 8-5. and five. You know, a couple things swing a different way. So, I, I mean, look, I mean, a lot of people might want to look past it. I know you're not looking past it, but I'm just saying, like, it's not a freebie. It's not a freebie. I mean, the, the Packers, who everyone says is a really good team, got smoked like two weeks ago. So, that worries me yeah, even more. That's my good news. So, looking for a re- reason to think <laughs> the Vikings can win the division. The Packers' point differential is only plus 39, which is one oh, wow. point better than the 5-8 and eight Chargers. Uh, they have the worst point differential for any team leading their division in the NFC. That is good news. What is our point differential? Also good news. Plus 90. Hell yeah. That would be, that would be the second best in the NFC overall behind the Niners. I do like to hear that. Fuck the Saints. Anything that we're better at the Saints at, I'm a big fan of that. 
They're plus 48, so we're significantly better than them. Oh, almost man. doubled them that up there. That defense is terrible in, in New Orleans. Man. Uh, Somebody help right. Marcus Williams out. The guy's on a fucking island out there. <laughs> <laughs> hate to see it. Hate uh, to see that. Hate to see Marcus Williams get a uh, a game-ending face mask penalty. Oh, man. What a bummer. Poor guy can't catch a break. You wouldn't expect someone like him to choke in a big moment. I can't recall a time. Man, I'm sure he's losing sleep over that. You know, he's going to be thinking about the rest of his career. It's like, man, God damn it, I shouldn't have held George Kittle's face mask. It's my biggest regret. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Um, he, we should get his jersey. I think he's my favorite player. <laughs> that is a great idea, actually. I, I'll support the cause on that one and get a Marcus Williams jersey. That's a beautiful move. I actually do love that move. We know if he's good. Um, he makes mistakes when I watch, but does he do stuff that's positive that Saints fans know about? You're asking too many questions about the Saints. Uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a good okay. question. Uh, I, I can't okay. answer that one. Okay. All right. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my case here. I don't think the Vikings choke. I think we're going to win this game, and I think we're going to win fairly easily. Um, 538 wrote a piece, came out yesterday on Kirk Cousins' season. He is top 10 in every single metric that matters for quarterbacks. So fourth in completion percentage, fifth in touchdown percentage, third in INT rate, third in yards per attempt, which is surprising considering uh, he throws so many screens, second in passer rating, ninth in QBR, which heavily favors mobile quarterbacks. The guys have a new phenomenal season, and no one is paying attention because, you know, either people write him off that are non-Vikings fans or as Vikings fans, people are just, you know, awaiting the collapse but i think we're in good shape right now i don't hate i don't hate where we are no i mean i i think cousins is playing phenomenal this is the guy that we hoped we would get when we signed him uh and he's been playing absolutely great i think i think the issue with maybe him not getting enough like coverage or 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 whatever you want to say is i think i think until the vikings like almost prove people wrong nobody really takes us seriously i mean it's i mean that's the reason I feel how I feel about how this season is going to end. You know, I'm not. Yeah, that's pretty fair. And I, I think that's. I think that it goes outside of the fan base where it's like, okay, you know, Kirk Cousins has been playing good, but the Vikings are losing games. You know, like if maybe if you beat Seattle at home, that that changes a. a it starts to change it a little bit. Um, but it's just like, yeah, we're winning games. We should be winning right now. And honestly, the games we've lost. You know, we probably should have lost. And so it's like until you can kind of reverse that and start winning some of those games, like, you know, what are you, you going to say? You know, that's why I feel the way I feel. Like, I don't want to get my hopes up because we're just going to lose a close game that we probably could have easily won, you know. I'm not sitting here saying that they're going to go to the Super right. Bowl, but I am I am sitting here saying I think we're going to make the playoffs and this guy's not falling right now. No, it's not. Uh, you know, no, it's not. Seattle – Seattle's just one of those places, I man. Know. I mean, there's how many good teams have gone in there in the course of a season and lost a game, or in some cases twice, some of those NFC West teams, and still gone on to have great seasons. It's just a place that's tough to play. They're really good at home. Um, that, you know, there's no shame in losing that. If we had had Thielen or if that game was in Minnesota, I think we win. We have both those things. I think we definitely win. Uh, looks like we're going to get him back on Sunday. So I think this is a motivated team right now. Um, I think we're in good shape. I think Thielen coming back is huge for us. We know how, how thin we've been at receiver. Um, the offense just doesn't have a lot of margin for error as far as depth. 
So um, getting one of our best players back, I think it's going to be awesome. And hopefully he's close to 100% because uh, they've been seemingly really cautious with this injury. Yeah, uh, that's huge. Like you said, Thielen coming back is, is – I mean, we absolutely need him if they're going to do any, any real damage. Um, it's just tough, you know. I'd love to win in Seattle. You know, it's, it's one of those teams, like, we knew, we knew that we were going to lose. We bet heavy on the Seahawks, like – but it's just, man, I don't want to feel that way. You know, I want to play a good team and it feel like, hey, you know, maybe we have a shot in this game. You know, that Seahawks game, I knew we were not going to win, even though, like, they, they could have won. It wasn't going to happen. Like, it just was in the it was in the cards not to happen. And that's, I guess, what frustrates me the most. But, you know, we this team needs home games in the playoffs. So that that's that's going to be huge. Or Dallas. <laughs> or, correct. Or Dallas. But that's going to be huge. If we can somehow win the division and get a home game, that's a game changer. Because having to go on the road to Green Bay, which would most likely be the scenario, is just, it's tough. That's tough. It is. Um, yeah, I think we could win in Green Bay. I, I don't think, I don't know that I would take us to win, but I wouldn't be shocked if we beat, if we beat the Packers. No. I, I think they're fraud city. I really don't think they're that good. I'm not saying that we're that much better or necessarily better at all, but... I think they're vastly overrated. Rodgers is having an incredibly average season. He's been worse than Kirk Cousins in almost every single metric. And the rest of their roster as a whole is far less talented than ours. They've gotten some lucky breaks. They should have lost to Detroit in that officiating meltdown that's been talked about mm -hmm. ad nauseum. So there's been all kinds of things break right for Green Bay. They almost lost to Denver. They almost lost to us. I mean, we've won some games, too, um, that were close, but... I don't know. I just think they're skating by and they're just waiting to be exposed by, by anybody, hopefully us. Yeah, I do think Green Bay is definitely uh, more beatable than in years past. Rodgers looks like he's declining. I mean, he looks like age is catching up to him, which would be huge uh, for us. So I don't hate that if we have to play Green Bay as much as I, I would in the past. The issue becomes it's going to be freezing fucking cold. Uh, and this team just, you know, this team is a dome team, and that's that's a disadvantage you're always going to have playing Chicago and Green Bay in this division year after year is these teams play in the cold all the time. You don't, you know, uh, you might – people might say that doesn't affect it that much, but it does, I think. So it's just tough, you know. You, you wish you could get the home game, but, I, you know, imagine going into New Orleans or, like, Green Bay or, or you know, Seattle again. It's just – it's scary, man. It's scary. No, it really is. Let's talk about the Bears for a second. They're playing at Lambeau uh, this Sunday. Um, it'd be awesome to see the Bears win that game, but that would make the final game of our year much more scary. The Bears are only four-point dogs at Green Bay, so I think there's definitely a world that they win that game. They've been playing much better, and like I just said, I think the Packers are pretenders. So it'd be great to see the Bears win, but then that would make uh, the rest of our schedule look uh, that much tougher. Yeah. That's that's actually a tough one. I don't know. I don't know. I guess you root for the Bears just because you're trying. Oh, for to, sure. No, you have. You're to. trying to win the division, but yeah, that's tough because even if them and the Rams win, they're both right there on your heels, uh, and you can't slip up in the last two weeks. You know, depending on how it goes against LA. So yeah, I mean, we need the Bears to pull one out here. I, I feel comfortable enough. If we're gonna get passed up, it's gonna be by the Rams. Um, if we get passed up by Chicago, we have a whole different set of problems. You know, if we lose three in a row, basically. Oh, I'm not really worried about being passed by Chicago. Just uh, if they, they figured out and beat us in Week 17, we're going to need that game, uh, not because Chicago is the opponent, just because we're going to have to win that game. 
Oh, yeah, we're going to have to win that game, Kyle. Let me tell you what. I, I've seen this one before. That seven, Week 17 is going to be a must win. God, every year. <laughs> every fucking year, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a must win. You know we're going to split the next two. Rams are going to win two in a row. Week 17 is going to be all or nothing. No, let's hope not. I, I hope yeah, not. Yeah, I fucking hope I don't not. Like it. I don't like it. I did see the line moved. It was Vikings by two and a half at lunch, and now it's uh, – Vikings minus two, so not sure why the Chargers gained a half point in the last four hours, but they did. That's actually a lot lower than I thought it would be. They're saying in a neutral yeah. field that the Vikings would only be five-point favorites? It is a neutral field. Well, it is a neutral field. It's a good point, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be yeah, it's gonna be a Vikings home game, but it's just going to be weird, man. I, I wonder if it's like weird on the players going in and playing in a stadium that small. I wonder if they if that affects them in any way. I'd, I'd be interesting to see what the how well the road teams do at that stadium. I'm sure most of them win, but because it's like a home game. But I don't know. Well, they're two and four this year, so apparently it's not too tough to win there. Apparently not. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you you've been pretty down on this game, but uh, give me your final score prediction. Man, this is tough because I talk a big game about us losing, but you sure do. Um, man, I really don't know. This game is tough. This game is tough. I think if I was to bet the game, I would probably bet the Vikings minus two, but I don't know, man. Uh, give me Vikings thirty-two, Chargers thirty. Okay, close one. I like it. Um, I'll take Vikings 28, Chargers 21. I think Rivers, we know he'll have the ball down in the fourth quarter, and I think he'll throw a um, game-ending game interception to some out-of-position Viking defender. <laughs> Linval Joseph, baby. Get your hands ready. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I see playing out. I can see it now. Uh, fuck, I hope so, man. I, it's going to be close. You know Rivers is going to have the ball, and they're going to be down three points at the end of the game. Uh, and it's going to just be fucking awful to have to watch because it's either going to end in total fucking disappointment or either way. I mean, it's just uh, – I don't even want to watch this game. You don't have to. That's true. I might protest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's move to a more positive note. We have our, our Mount Rushmore, um, a rare change of pace on the Minnesota Ministry Podcast, normally complaining-based Mount Rushmore's. <laughs> Um, but in the spirit of bringing Thanksgiving back, uh, we're going to do the Mount Rushmore of everyday conveniences that just make your life a little bit better, a little bit easier on a day-to-day -day basis when you're uh, caught in that work grind. It's the little things that get you through the day. So uh, would you like to kick us off? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. I think I got some good ones. Mm. Okay, hear me out here. When you go into the store to buy something, maybe some coffee, um, you know, I don't know if you go into a gas station to get coffee or something, what have you, but... We're talking morning commute style? Hell yeah. Okay. So when you go into that store, the total is the exact amount of, like, cash and change you have. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Where you just empty Absolutely. your pockets and be like, perfect. I'm right here. Love it. Absolutely. That's good. Yeah, that's a great right. feeling. All right. Um, I'm going to say um, when you get home first, maybe you live with a girlfriend, maybe you live with your parents still or wife, whatever it may be, 
and the store is on their way home from work. So you're, she, they're like, yeah, I'll stop. Do you need anything? And you can just send in your request and maybe you split the payment Venmo or maybe you just don't. Uh, that's that's awesome. That's a great one, Kyle. That is a great one. You know, I was I was really trying to think of these because a lot of them you don't think about until they like happen. And you're like, oh, this is great. That's a great one right yeah. there. I would not have thought of that one. That is a great one. Um, what's, your, what's your next man. one? Okay, hear, hear me out here. When you go to the grocery store, when you come back home, I live in an apartment, so it's kind of tough to go back and forth from the car. When you can get all of the groceries with one trip. Yep. Love that. And it's usually hard because you got like a case of beer too, but uh, if you can pull it off somehow, it's fucking awesome. It, it's, it's the best. It's the best. Oh, the move is to take the case in first by itself, put it in the fridge, open one up, take a nice healthy <laughs> gulp, and then go back and get everything else in one trip. Kyle, you're a fucking pro, man. You're a pro, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great move. All right. All right. So mine is also city, city living slash apartment life is uh, when you get in an elevator and there's no other people. God, it's awesome. That's such a good one. <laughs> it's just it's one of those things and the longer you have to be in there the better it is because no awkward uh small talk that's a great one no awkward just staring at your phone for the sake of not looking at them at all it's great that i mean that's a great choice kyle that i mean god damn it that's a good one um so this one's a little specific to me right now but i think it could work for other people um, if you buy tickets to something, so say, so right now we have a like Predators tickets that we go like, I don't know, every other week or something. So when you buy the tickets, they're random. You you know what's like section you're going to be in, but you don't know the seats. When when you get aisle seats, yeah. uh, aisle seats are the fucking best. Yeah. You can be able to take a piss whenever I want because I'm going to be drinking. I don't have to take fucking 10 pisses. I don't have to walk over anybody. Um, I can get up at my own leisure, you know, yeah, you got people coming in and out, but you got that no matter where you're sitting in the aisle. So I'm not worried about that. Being able to get up and, and down as I please is the best. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's a very strong, a little one. more leg room on the side too. You know, you got a little extra oh, definitely. room. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah, my nugget season tickets are right in the aisle. It's great. Love it. Speaking of uh, Nuggets tickets, uh, this game will be over by the time you hear this, but uh, does anyone want to buy Blazers Nuggets <laughs> tickets tonight? The market's a, bit, a little cold, so hit me up if you want to buy those those tickets um, once you hear this, the game's over, but uh, I'll still send them to you. Um, you can say that you went. <laughs> l- let me know. Nobody, Wait, you're telling me Denver fans don't want to see the return of Mello? That's what I'm saying. What? Yeah, I don't. I don't want to go either, in fairness. But <laughs> Are the Blazers, I, I haven't been keeping up too much. Are the Blazers bad this year? Uh, really bad, yeah. But we are too as of late. That's interesting. Interesting, yeah. Uh, that's kind of a bummer. You know, you might have to end up going to Blazers uh, Nuggets. I'd rather eat it. I'm not going. <laughs> the 8:30 game. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that. Yeah, that sucks. That that time zone is a bummer. 8:30. Yeah, so it's late TNT game, but normally that's uh, California time, which would be 7:30, which is fine. Oh. Uh, Dude, you don't want to go to uh, see the TNT guys? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, my next one, um, I'm similar to your first one, but I'm going to say, because I never, ever have cash anymore, but uh, let's say I pay for 
I don't know, tickets or food for everybody or something, and someone gives you cash if, to repay you and if, if they don't Venmo you, and then you just stu- stuff it in your wallet, forget it's there for ages, and then you discover like 60 bucks. Hell yeah. It's awesome. That's that's a strong one. It, it, I'll tell you what it happens, too. It's always the winter clothes. It's always your winter jacket. Uh, because you never, you know, you wear it the one time, you put it in your pocket, you got so many fucking pockets on the thing, you hang it back up. Next time you take it out, shit, yeah, you find 60 bucks in it. For me, it'll just be like my actual wallet because I just go to my card. <laughs> oh. Well, I guess I see like how much cash I have when I open my wallet. I just assume it's zero, <laughs> so I don't even doesn't even cross my mind. <laughs> That's true. Cash is uh, I don't yeah. We're, nobody uses cash anymore. That's a good point. No. Not at all. Um. Okay, um, give me this one. Uh, where I live, it's particular, like, to a big road, and uh, so you got lights at every fucking block. Uh, when you have to go down that whole street, if you can hit every green light, it happens every once in a while. That is awesome. That is very, very nice. Absolutely. Yeah, I drive a, a, a stick shift car, and so stopping and starting is not as fun as I'd like it to be. So especially if I can hit all of the green ones. Uh, yeah, I'm doing something right if that happens. Yeah, no, I love it. That's that's a classic one. You can't go wrong. There. Yeah, that was my number one. I, I I was gonna hold on to it. I wasn't sure how this list was gonna go down, but I think I got to put that one in there. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right, um, I've got this one. It's kind of kind of general. Um, I have I'm referencing like meetings at work, but it could be anything that you don't want to deal with, and you don't want to bail on it because you feel like you should follow through with what you said you were going to do or be where you said you were going to be. But if that gets canceled and you don't have to cancel it, and then that person ends up apologizing to you that they had to cancel and then they feel bad, that's a win. Yeah. This was had to have been on both of our number ones plans getting canceled. Um, I was kind of saving it for you cause I know you actually work and have meetings and shit. It felt more uh, appropriate for you to use, but any plans, it doesn't have to be meetings. It could be, uh, no, it doesn't. you could agree to hang out with some people and you have no intention to want to hang out with them. And they become, oh, shit, uh, the dog is sick. I'm not going to be able to go hang out at this shitty bar. Oh, bummer. You know, I, I yeah, hate it, man. You, Sorry. Yeah, it sucks. Have you ever had it when you're out on, like, a Friday night, towards the end of the night, you're drinking drinking all night, and then uh, p- plans get discussed for, like, the next day? Oh, yes. And then you're, like, all in, and then you wake up, and you're like, oh, no. Absolutely. Oh, you, you either, like, forget. You don't remember when you wake up cause, just because – you weren't blacked out, but it's a little, little foggy. Right. And uh, w- once you rem- – the reminder that it existed was the text that it's getting canceled. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, we have two friends that do this all the time. Every time you hang out, you just – I mean, you just – I mean, you just – you know, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. It's like tomorrow, man. We're going to get, you know – we're going to this fucking Mexican restaurant, blah, 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 whatever. It's like, okay, yeah, let's go. And then it's like tomorrow, like, oh, shit. I don't right. really want to go. But they never cancel is the problem with them. So it's always like, yeah. fuck, we got to go. Yeah. That's you know what? Also, I think I do this a lot to like myself, to other people. But that doesn't really bother me as <laughs> no, much. No, I, I don't me. give a shit to cancel. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have people that will do it like while you're still out. So you go somewhere like after work. You know, they start planning the whole night. And it's like, well, we just kind of came to get, you know, some happy hour going on. Uh, and next thing you know, you're at a, a fucking club and you're like, how the fuck did this happen? 
Yeah, I don't do that. I put my foot down on taking shots and going places I don't want to go while I'm already out. That's one thing I don't do. Yeah, yeah, well. What can you do? All right. I think you have one more, right? Or is that it? Uh, I think that was four. I had all right. having the exact change, being able to carry all the groceries, having the aisle seats, and hitting all the green lights. That's strong. Yep. Got two two more here. Um, just as a as a honorable mention, uh, this is for my my city folk. But uh, anytime you find a scooter, exactly walking out of the building, it's great. <laughs> that is a good one. Awesome. That is that's strong because I don't know about Denver, but Nashville, like they used to be everywhere. So outside of our apartment, there would just be piles of them, and they've like uh, come down on them. So you, so they're not as accessible. And now you got to walk like a quarter mile to get one. And I'm like, fuck that. If I got to walk a quarter mile to get the scooter, it's fucking worthless. I'm ordering an Uber. Exactly. That's exactly right. right. That's a great one, Kyle. Um, and then the last one I had is if, uh, if you're just like sitting down for dinner and you like like a beer with dinner or whatever, and you just order like the go-to Bud Light or whatever, and it comes and it's bigger than expected. So you didn't specify the size and it's just larger than 12 or 16 ounces. Nice. Yeah. When they bring it. This is a Mexican restaurant special. It, yep. Yeah, when they bring yep. you either the like the thirty two ounce, they just say, Fuck it, this guy wants the big one. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we got clean, so uh that's a great one. Um uh, I got one I got another one. Uh when there's no line at the grocery store. I just fucking hate waiting in line for anything really. Oh, I do. Uh, if there's a line, I almost rather just put my shit down and like leave. You know, I fuck waiting in line. So that's a, that applies to a lot more than just the grocery store. Um, but that's where I experienced my most hatred for lines is the grocery store. Oh, that's tough. Speaking of the grocery store, have you done like Walmart to go or um, at all? I haven't done it yet, but I think that's the market I need to get into. It, you can do it. I'll tell you that it's hit or miss sometimes. If they're out of stock on some shit, they'll try to like substitute in some stuff you don't even want. And then it's like, well, like I would have just gotten this, but how, how, how would you know that's what I would have gotten? You know, it's. You can put. That still seems better than waiting. In no, line. it is. But I'll also or tell you this: you you have to sit at the thing for a while before they come out to you. So you so you might not be waiting in line, but you kind of are waiting in line in your car, which is better than waiting in line not in your car. But you're still just like. Oh, I was talking about full on. Oh delivery. no! See, I haven't done the delivery yet. I've done the pickup. That's what I'm interested. Uh, in. Yeah, I haven't done it yet. That's a good question. Because then, if they get something wrong, it's like. Really, whatever. Well, I didn't go there. So who cares? This is my other issue. Is I don't know if your apartment is different than mine, but you have to have the key fob, like the little thing to get into the building, and yep. they don't have like a buzzer, so I can't buzz anybody in. So if the guy comes past like 4 o'clock, the doors are locked, and then I had to fucking go downstairs. It's like I'm on the, the fourth story. Like, it's it, That's still better than going to Walmart. I don't, uh, I don't see that as I know, but then Sorry. i got to carry all the goddamn groceries up four flights of stairs. Don't have an elevator? I mean, yeah, I got an elevator, but I got to walk across like the whole fucking complex. I think it's, it's time consuming. But you'd rather drive to the store. I don't know, man. That's all that. I'm saying is, look, I'm all about the efficiency. I don't know if I want to pay the 10 extra dollars delivery fee for me to have to walk just as much as me going to the store. You know? That's fair. Maybe that's fair. I don't know. If I could buzz the guy up, I mean, that's a game changer. But I can't do it. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I can't do it. Well... Walmart, get on that so we can do even less than we already do. That'd be great. Thanks. Yeah, really get your shit together. I got one more. Um, when you wake up, maybe after a night of drinking, and you're like, fuck, I, we don't have anything to drink, and you open the fridge, and you still got shit left. You didn't even know it was there. 
Yeah. That's great. Mostly I'm talking about champagne. When you wake up and you got a bottle of champagne, you you know, that's awesome. That's that's or a simple I, pleasure. I would go even if you find something in your fridge that isn't booze. So if you're maybe a little hungover, like I don't want any more beer. I'm like, it's either water or beer. If you have like some lemonade that you had no <laughs> idea you had, that's nice. <laughs> that is nice. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, <laughs> I, I only keep orange juice in my fridge just for that reason, I think. Yeah, that's smart. Like, I love oh, it. Fuck, I got nothing else. I'll drink some orange juice. <laughs> All right, let's move on here. Last segment. We got our uh, bad charger worst fact. So as you may remember, we were doing bad biking worst fact, uh, but uh, we've only we ran out of our arrests. Uh, we had a good streak in the early two thousands, <laughs> but uh, we've been doing this show for years now, so we've we've run dry. So we're focusing on our opponent. So would you like to go, Alex? Um, yeah, mine is uh, a pretty obvious one, but there's a, a factoid in here that I wanted to uh, talk about since we are playing the Chargers. Um, so in 2008, um, hold on a second, actually. Okay. So yeah, 2007, excuse me. In November of 2007, um, unnamed person, let's see here. Our, our kicker, Ryan Longwell, came on to attempt a 58-yard field goal to end the first half. This is against the Chargers. The Chargers put this man in the end zone to return the field goal in case of a missed kick. You'll never believe what happened. Longwell missed the kick, and uh, this unnamed person intercepted the football in the end zone two inches from the back of the end zone and proceeded to run the ball 109 yards back for a touchdown at the Metrodome, setting a record for the longest play in NFL history. Uh, this record can be equaled, but never can be exceeded. So uh, shout out to one Antonio Cromartie. Yep, I who, remember it vividly. That's the game AP broke the rushing record. Yep, who also is known for having 14 children. After a vasectomy, I believe he still had one. So, yes. 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 I don't I don't have a the fact on that, but I also believe that is a, a fact that this man had 14 children. A, a vasectomy couldn't even stop him. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, look at this. In 2010, Cromarty required a half a million dollar advance from the New York Jets to pay delinquent child support. <laughs> Dude, just you pull that game is weak, bro. It is weak. Yeah, it's not good. Not good. I can kids. imagine him walking into Rex Ryan's office and Ryan awkwardly shutting his computer as he's watching foot porn and Camardi asking him for half a million dollar cash advance. <laughs> Dude, if I had more than like two kids by accident, I'm cutting my whole fucking dick off. Like it's not happening. More than one. More than zero, actually. Yeah, that's a great point. After this, yeah. After the first accident, you're like, man, I should really do something about this. So this never happens again. Yeah, that's one of my favorite stories in sports is the uh, after vasectomy conception, the immaculate conception. So shout out to Cromarty. He tied the record for longest play in NFL history against the Minnesota Vikings in 2007, and also probably has the record for most kids. So. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so mine goes out to one Leonardo Carson. Um, starting 19 years ago, had quite the string of arrests. <laughs> so the Chargers had five arrests in three seasons, uh, four of which were Carson. Oh, wow. 
Seems like they gave him a pretty long leash. Uh, <laughs> he must have been really good. His last, his last two are pretty solid. So uh, one of them is burglary with assault, and this one is assault with a deadly weapon. So accused of pulling a gun at a car repair shop in Mobile, Alabama. Shop employee said Carson threatened him in argument over repairs. So uh, pulling a gun yeah. over fixing what which was 20 years ago, so probably fixing like a 2002 Lincoln Navigator, which is pretty funny to think about. <laughs> Kyle, that's a little judgmental, I think. Uh, to say that he had money? <laughs> say that he had a Navigator. He probably had an Escalade. <laughs> I don't take it back. <laughs> All right, so he followed that up uh, two years later, so I had a couple clean years. Shout out to him. People don't talk about the good years enough. It's all the bad years. <laughs> on leave from 10 to attend his grandfather's funeral. So he was on, gone from the team. Um, he was accused of breaking into a woman's apartment and assaulting her again in Mobile, Alabama. So he's gone from the team to mourn the loss of his grandfather back in his hometown, uh, Mobile, Alabama. He does, I don't know, apparently shit goes down. Mobile, yeah, let me tell you, I'm from the South. Mobile is not a good place. The senior bowl's there. It has to be great. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even fucking... I, you don't even watch college football. How the fuck do you know it was in Mobile, Alabama? I didn't, I, you could have given me 100 guesses. I wouldn't have guessed that. I know everything. You do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> um, yeah, so shout out to Leonardo Carson and Antonio Cromarty. Um, both Chargers greats. Um well, in different ways, but uh, both leaving their mark in history. Yeah, I like that a lot, Carson. Wow, the uh, yeah, the leash would not be that long uh, th- anymore. You would have definitely gotten cut after you pointed a gun at the repair shop owner. <laughs> and why? It's got the league's gotten so soft. <laughs> uh, Goddamn millennials, soft ass millennials. <laughs> man, I wonder where he's up to these days. What do you think he's doing? Let's see if he's still alive. That's a good. Yeah, maybe we should see that. First. What do you? What's your? What's your? Uh, what's your? No chance. Here? No chance at no, all. He's definitely dead. I'm gonna go with still alive. Um, In jail, maybe. Okay. Uh, I. <laughs> um, you know when you Google someone and it has their picture on the right if they're like moderately famous at all. Yes, it's a mugshot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not gonna. They're gonna put the thing he's most famous for up there, Kyle. Clearly, he's getting arrested, not football. He's still alive. Oh, uh, oh! <laughs> All right, little follow up. He's a charity. <laughs> nope. Follow up. In June 2010, Carson was sentenced to 10 years in prison for selling drugs in Mobile, Alabama. <laughs> so he gets out in 2020, baby. Hell yeah, Carson's back, baby. <laughs> How exciting. I didn't know. He, we're just about to get him back. We should get him on the show. We really should get him. try to get him on the show. That would be great. He had eight and a half sacks in four years. That's not that good. And they let him, like, pull guns on people. <laughs> San Diego was desperate for good defensive ends. Dude was a fourth-round pick. They didn't want to let him go, man. He had potential, <laughs> baby. This is insane. They're like, Corson, if you can just be half as aggressive on the field as you are in Mobile, you're going to be a fucking all-pro. <laughs> all right, we got one more. Another crime post-playing career. 
Carson served a 30-day sentence at the Mobile County Jail on two misdemeanor counts of kidnapping and burglary <laughs> relating to an August 2003 incident where he broke into the home of his ex-girlfriend's sister. He forced her to leave with him. Um, Carson's sister broke down and, and the girl escaped. <laughs> oh, wow. So that's probably when he went back to the repair shop and they gave him that repair for free. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Wow. Oh man. What a he, wow. He deserves more credit, I think. He I think this is like NFL Crime Hall of Fame level. That's pretty great. It would be better if those uh kidnapping charges were felony charges, you know. Well, of course it would, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Pac-Man Jones gets a lot of love. This guy deserves to be in the conversation. That's true. That's true. That's a great point. I think I think he just wasn't as known. Like Pac-Man Jones was a better player. It sounds at yeah, least. But sounds like this guy made up for it. I'm not convinced Pac-Man Jones isn't still playing. I think is he still on the Bengals? Uh, I don't think so. I thought he was playing like 2 years ago. I could have swore. Yeah, he was I think he was in Denver a lot. Oh, was he? Ooh, when I search Adam Jones, the baseball player came, comes up first. Yeah, so. he's more of a Pac-Man it's guy. It's over. Um I do have a uh, mi- miserable moment of the week. Do we still do this segment? Of course we do. Um, so speaking of my apartment, we have a parking garage, and it's got like a cage that opens and closes to get in and out, and there's two of them, one to go in and one to come out. Well, the cage that you use like to come in is always broken. It's just always broken. It doesn't work. So they had like it closed off. And so what they do is – they open the other cage, like the other door, and it just stays open because you, you got to be able to get in and out. Um, so usually you have to have a key fob to get in. But with this, you know, you just you you basically go into the parking garage through the out gate. And um, it's been like this for months. Uh, and so I was not paying attention and I came home yesterday and I guess they had fixed the gate. Uh, wasn't paying enough attention to see that the cone wasn't there anymore. Uh, the gate that we've been going through was just open. So I assumed I'm just going to pull through here. And uh, apparently someone had just come out. So as I get under the gate, I realize it's like shutting. And uh, I dented the shit out of the top of my car and ripped my antenna off. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's oh. going pretty good for me, Kyle. Is that gonna hurt the old bottom line with Uber? Um, I think I can get. I think I. I think I can survive. Uh, the antenna, you know, I don't need it, but uh, I'm gonna have to do a little buffing for sure on the top. Yeah, yeah. Maybe stick to nights. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that way you won't hurt your rating. Correct. I do have a four point nine eight. I'm trying to hang on to. No, no big deal. Yeah, that's, that's pretty nice. good. That's yeah, pretty you good. get a four point nine eight. You're like, damn, we got a good Uber coming. Yeah, that's true. I think mine is 4.8, so you're doing better than oh, me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I used to drive back in the day. I was really good at that, but uh, I think taking a, taking a couple possibly intoxicated have uh, dinged my rating through the years, but uh, still overall positive. Yeah, 4.8. Hey, that's that's strong still. Like Leonardo, let's focus on the exactly. good years. Exactly. Absolutely. Think of all the good trips you had. It only takes a few bad ones to bring that rating exactly. down. Exactly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's our show. Let's go get a win on Sunday. Let's, Let's hope the Packers blow it against the Bears. Let's 
hope the Saints lose every single week. Their differential stinks. They stink. It's for us. Yep. Fuck the Saints. And California Let's go.